Hello and welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back. This is Sarah. And this is Katie. And I'm grateful down to my socks to be here today. (laughs) I forgot he said that. Oh, what a horrible man. For time and all eternity. (laughs) That's lightning bolt wrong, Katie. Don't ever say that again. You guys, we just cannot stop making fun and, you know, pointing out the flaws of Brad Wilcox. We just spent um, a little extra time over on Patreon talking about his quote-unquote apology for his talk. So, Spoiler alert, it's not an apology, but you know. No, no. But yeah, point being, we can't get enough of critiquing this man. But before we go any further in the episode, I want to shout out some new patrons. I saw them coming in this week or this month, and I was like, oh my God, so exciting. We have so exciting new faces. First, we have Brooke. Hello, Brooke. Hello, Brooke. And thank you for being here. We also have Monica. Hi, Monica. Hello, Monica. Welcome, and thanks for joining us. Yeah. Then we have Anne. Hi, Anne. Welcome. Hello, Anne. I want you to know I actually just waved my hand like you I can know, see. I know. Just... <laughs> Why do we do that? I know that these shout-outs are not fake on our side. Like, I am grinning from ear to ear every time. I'm like, oh, hello. Hi. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Hi, Anne. Yeah. And then last but not least, we have Kyle. Hi, Kyle. And thank you for joining us so much. Hello, Kyle. Welcome and thanks. They were glad to have you. And side note, I used to could not pronounce the name Kyle. So there you go. That's would my you say, random story. How because would you say my southern it? accent, I say Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> And then I never knew that I said it weird or with a Southern accent until I moved to Utah. And someone was like, what are you saying? And I was like, you know, it's Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. Kyle? <laughs> like, <amazing. laughs> oh, That's awesome. Well, if you guys want to hear more content from us, go join those lovely people over on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash notsomollymormon. So yeah, come join us. Any other announcements, Sarah? I don't think so, other than just really um, funny comments on our last episode and everyone's reactions and comments and DMs and emails were really amazing. So thanks, guys. That was it was a fun episode to do, but obviously a quite sad one that we're even dealing with this kind of shit in 2022. Yeah. Um, but yeah, your your reactions and responses were great. And did you guys notice that the trolls have been really quiet lately? <laughs> yep. <laughs> like they didn't want to be didn't want to be associated with Brad Wilcox. Yep. I guess. <laughs> oh, I wanted to let all of you know that we had received a couple of emails and direct messages from some of you who listen that are actually active protestants or evangelical christians and they were telling us that yeah in their churches a minister would not charge extra if you wanted to write your own vows so called out brad that one's just a lie (laughs) brad that is lightning bolt wrong lightning bolt wrong (laughs) you're alive sir (laughs) well if you guys can't tell we're kind of on this brad wilcox shit train and i wanted to keep it going 
Keep it going. Keep it going. Choo, choo. So I looked up. I looked up some more of his talks and oh boy, they're crazy. And I, it's surprising to me that they are still archived on the internet. And one that I picked is actually on the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It's not just on Brad Wilcox's website. It's on his and on the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints dot org. Wait, Brad <laughs> has a website? Oh, yep, he does. And he has like his talks on there that you can listen to and everything. So because this guy's ego get any bigger. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> and so he used to be a professor at BYU. Is that right? I think he still is. Oh, Jesus. I, I mean, part of me is like, did I ever take a class from him? I'm really. You might. I, you might have. Yeah, I might have. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yikes. So, all right. I picked this one. You'll see why, but it is super just weird to me and we'll get into it. So it's titled, okay, I'm just going to spell out the first word. It's an acronym that apparently he made up and he thinks he's very clever. Okay. So it's spelled H O G M E T hogmet, not not Hogwarts. Hogmet. Hogmet. But doesn't he know that the whole purpose of acronyms is that it like says an actual word? Right? That's why I'm like, why? This doesn't even mean anything. So dumb. Hogmet. (laughs) Okay. So it's titled Hogmet. What to do when they say it's not true. (laughs) When was this? When was this talk given? April 1986. He's been around that long. Oh, yeah. He's he's lasted through the ages, surprisingly. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. Get ready to cringe. Okay. It starts out with a quote going, could I, uh, the dark haired girl in front of me shifted awkwardly. I mean, I was wondering if we could talk. (laughs) (laughs) I, I had... Okay. I had been teaching the 15-year-olds in Sunday school for only a month and had just finished my weekly lesson. How about right now? I asked. It's about, she began, well, I have this friend, see? And the other day, wait, I just who, who talks like that? What, what 15-year-old is like, I have a friend, see? Are we back in like, what, <laughs> 1900s? Yeah. I have a friend, see? And yeah. <laughs> The other day we were talking and dot, 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 her unusual seriousness puzzled me. Okay, so I'm going to stop here. Is this another, do you think this is a real story or do you just think Brad pulled this one out of his ass like he did all the other ones? Brad is in La La Land. He is making up all kinds of stories and he thinks he's shit. He has his own website. His ego is massive like he just makes up he's a pathological liar I think like that's yeah. my opinion I think he just makes up these stories but he's convinced they're real like he yeah. you know thinks that they really happen and then he has these talks and thinks that he's changing people's lives yeah I just really doubt that a 15 year old would stay behind after Sunday school to ask her Sunday school teacher like an awkward question it's like don't you want to go home and get a snack? Because that's what I was doing after Sunday oh, school. I was on my way home to get a snack and to blow the bathroom up. Because everyone knows you don't take a poo at school. 
that is what's happening. No, this was on Sunday at Sunday after church. Even better. Even better. You don't blow up the toilet at church. Yeah. (laughs) Raise your hand if you've taken raise your hand if you've taken a poo at church. Everyone? Anyone? I mean, I honestly, and you guys know by now that my stomach is very temperamental. And I don't think I have ever taken a shit at church. I just don't, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if I have either. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see. But I mean, also what, again, what teenagers like, um, brother Wilcox, I have a friend. See? I have a friend. See? Like, it's just so dumb. Like, I just. Yeah, no, I don't believe no it. Nero talks like that. Yeah, not even in 1986. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, he says, this is the girl who always talked and laughed with her friends, even during my lessons. What could be so serious that she would now be this solemn? I, tu- I tuned back into her words, and she said, and this friend said he doesn't believe in Joseph Smith anymore because he was a gold digger and a thief, and he drank a lot. I smiled. She continued, my friend has these books to prove it. All right. Your friend is smart. I feel like yeah, your friend, your friend, your friend is telling you the truth. But don't you love how he threw in there? I smiled like I know what's coming and I know exactly what to say. As if this friend is so dumb and you can't wait to prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was the big life and death matter. This 15-year-old had finally had her first taste of the cold and nutritionless dish called anti-Mormon literature. (laughs) Someone forgot to pray before this dish because it did not nourish and strengthen their body. Nope, it did not. And by anti-Mormon literature, we now know that this is just historical facts. Yeah, anti-Mormon literature, also known as historical facts and scientific research. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) She went on. Those books, they say the church isn't true. They say Joseph Smith was a con man and that all he wanted was money and... Hold it, I stopped her. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's the thing, though, is like... All he did want was money, I guess, and wives, and he was a con man. It's been proven. I mean, so, all of this is straight up true, so... He's he's making her out to be this idiot for believing her friend, or for even just asking about this. I don't know. Okay, hold it, I stopped her. How many reading assignments had I given in the last month, which had gone unfulfilled by my whole class? I had to turn cartwheels to even get these kids to skim the scriptures. And here's this girl reading entire books of her friend's anti-Mormon publications. (laughs) She's reading actual literature and not made up bullshit like (laughs) and I love how he's like so petty about it and childish like you didn't read my thing and then you went and read read his thing like (laughs) that's just lightning bolt wrong (laughs) (laughs) okay I faced her and I said not all that stuff you're reading is true but but it's in a book she responded innocently I tried to explain Just because something is printed, sold, and even accepted and popular doesn't make it true. So the Book of Mormon. Yeah, I was just going to say, why don't you take your own advice, Brad? Like, you're saying that this, all these church publications are true because they're books, and we just have to believe you that they're true, but then other books aren't? Yeah, it's 
It's so dumb. Like it, it, it's uh-huh. so blatantly stupid. Yeah. Um, I know that she was embarrassed, but how do you know when something you read or hear is true? A very good question. And here is what we finally decided. Anything heard or read about another person, idea, or belief needs to pass what we call the hogmet test. This made-up word is so ridiculous. <laughs> but Come everything everything that anyone ever brings to you, this is, I guess, what you have to put it through this test. This is the test. And um, anyway, okay. <laughs> so ready, let's see. Ready for hogmet. Each letter stands for a question. H, is it hearsay? (sighs) Okay, so quote, did you know that Steve asked Amy out? I wasn't there myself, but my friend's aunt's cousin's elders quorum president said dot, dot, dot. (laughs) It's interesting to discover that many of the people who claim that Joseph Smith and his family were destitute of moral character and particularly famous for visionary projects projects had never even met the prophet. It seems these people were just passing on something they happened to hear someone say, hearsay. Okay, first of all, that's not necessarily true. I mean, yeah, some people did that, but there are lots of people who were very close to Joseph Smith who said those things. Exactly. And they got kicked out. Yes, exactly. They they got kicked out of the church because of their criticism of Joseph Smith and his, all of his awful things that he did. And also another thing, this is like, so you're going to believe the quote unquote book of Mormon witnesses because of what they said. They said they saw a tablecloth over some gold (laughs) plate, but they didn't actually see the plates, but you're just going to believe that, but you're not going to believe someone else when they say that Joseph Smith was a con man like exactly there's no merit to any of this at all it's just it's just another way of manipulation like twisting truth and reality with how the church wants you to see it Uh uh-huh uh-huh and that's all he says about that one so next is oh is it out of context oh this is a favorite the key phrase that you hear all the time with the Mormon church and even with people recently with his most recent ridiculous talk, it was out of context. No, bitch. We listened to the whole talk. It was out of context. <laughs> no, bitch. It was not out of context. <laughs> okay. It might be shocking to hear that the bishop said, damn, until we realized he was talking about a fishing trip to the reservoir. Like D-A-M. So this is what he's trying to say, the anti-Mormon literature is saying they're like twisting the words and making it seem like people said things they never said but that's not what it is at all this is total straw man argument truth and then mormons being like it's anti-literature or anti-mormon because it doesn't align with the mormon teachings it's like yeah no they're not specifically calling you out they're just speaking the truth they're just telling the truth and then accurate letting you judge for yourself yeah um he says, even scriptures can be misinterpreted if we are not careful to understand the words within this setting. Sort of like translate doesn't actually mean translate. <laughs> or white and delightsum doesn't actually mean racism. When it's like, right? They just, yeah, it's a whole, it's just another way of, of whitewashing it or just making it more palatable when anyone has a question. They're like, well, it doesn't actually mean that though. You just took it out of context. You took it out like, of context. You're being difficult. You're being difficult, and yeah, you need to just go pray. Um, 
Okay, G. Is it a generalization? <laughs> to, <laughs> this is this is so absolutely stupid. Like you're just not even gonna know what to say. This is so dumb. I've never even heard this before. To believe that every member of Joseph Smith's family was ignorant and that all the males were drunkards, blasphemers, liars, and thieves, as some authors have stated, is as ridiculous as believing that all the cities of North America look just like New York or that all Latter-day Saints seem like the Osmonds. Okay, Brad, go fuck off. I can't with this one. This is so incredibly stupid because I haven't even heard that argument that every single person in Joseph Smith's family was just drunk and a, a liar and a thief all the time. Like, that's never how it's portrayed. It's n- I've never, ever heard of that at all. Like, this is the first time I've ever heard that that was yeah. a or there's usually else. like good things said about like especially his mother and yeah. there's good things said about Emma you know it's like ugh. it's and so, so much more nuanced than this and he's eating. yeah he's making an argument out of something that's not even real oh god Brad Brad it's not a thing no one says that you're just pulling it's like but in this other talk too he was like pulling out the most ridiculous absurd statements to like confuse you and take you off the track like he wasn't answering questions he was like giving you another scenario or trying to answer the question but it wasn't actually anything that was asked or a question that someone asked and the answer didn't match the question it was some off-topic weird segue that was like his way of distracting you from the bullshit it's professional manipulation manipulation and gaslighting i think because this this makes young people probably even like question their sanity because he tries to confuse you and throw you off the actual trail and make you think that the opposition's quote unquote argument is so stupid when that's never even been their argument or their question or anything. Yep. So it's really condescending and oh, I hate it. Typical Brad, condescending. <laughs> Typical Brad, typical butthole Brad. (laughs) I like, did you see that our friend Jake commented and he was like saying something how buttholes deserve better than Brad? (laughs) I did. Love it. Hi, Jake. Shout out. (laughs) Also, people were loving your quote from that episode. That was amazing. (laughs) Okay, so next letter is M. Is it mudslinging? Competitor, competitors, each trying to look better than the other, often attempt to cover their opponents with mud. We see examples of this in politics, business, and even in high school rivalries. Many dig up any dirt they can find and sling it at those with different beliefs. Oh, exactly like you did, Brad, to every other church when you said they were just playing church? Yeah, and also, again, the fact that they're even comparing a church to competition, it sounds like it's marketing, you know, again, like it's, let's look at our competitors. Let's do a competitor analysis and see, you know, what are they talking about? What are they saying? It's just, you know, healthy competition. No, it's a church. You're meant to be a fucking church. So yeah, just stay in your lane and mind your own goddamn business for once. Like, and if something's true, then just, uh, it makes me so pissed off when he's like these anti-Mormon authors they're just trying to dig up dirt on us and make us look bad like that's not no one's ever gone about it just to be like 
oh, I just want to make up a lie about the Mormon church. No one cares about you, Brad. No one who's writing this stuff is like, ooh, can't wait to give it to that Brad. Cannot wait. Oh, God. It's just like, no one cares. Like, uh, uh, okay. Were the ministers and intellectuals who so meanly attacked Joseph Smith innocent of any bias or prejudice, or were they feeling threatened by the prophet and the truth he bore? Enemies of the church have always stood to lose if they couldn't find or put a little dirt on LDS white shirts. Was Like, I'm sorry, what? It's Ugh. Okay, this line where he says, were they... So these ministers and intellectuals, which you know that's a bad word in Mormonism. Can't uh, be intellectual in the Mormon. No, they were they were just uh, attacking Joseph Smith for no reason whatsoever, and they were just feeling threatened and jealous because Joseph Smith had the truth. <laughs> what Again. kind of argument is that? How old is he? Like this sounds like something I would have said when I was like eight. Exactly. And again, it's assuming that people actually care about you, Brad. They don't. I promise you. They really yeah. aren't thinking about you. 24/7. And it's like, they need to put dirt on our white shirts. Like, ew, you can kindly fuck all the way off. Like, yeah. those religions yeah. don't care about you. You're making it up that they care about you and they're trying to slander you. Like, yeah. And most <laughs> religions don't care about your dumbass white shirts either. Okay. Most of them don't even know about Mormonism, so... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. E, is it an exaggeration? So everything that you do, Brad. (laughs) Yeah, everything about you. Um, So here's a quote. It says, his complexion is like Mount Rushmore in reverse. Instead of faces on the mountains, there are mountains on the face. Okay. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Let's go on. Exaggerating is magnifying the facts. Making something out of nothing, shall we say, mountains out of molehills? Okay. So he's saying that exaggerating is magnifying facts and making something out of nothing, but facts are actually something. They're facts. So. <laughs> facts aren't nothing. Yeah. And I don't think the anti-Mormon, it's not even anti-Mormon literature, but I'll just call it that that's what he's calling it. it, it it's not exaggerating anything. It's literally just not ignoring the shit parts of the religion it's like giving equal light to the shit versus everything else that the church focuses on you know yeah exactly it's actually talking about those areas of quote controversy that they just refuse to acknowledge and then actually saying this is historically what happened also you know the whole book of mormon is a lie we have facts about this not just historically but like scientifically to show that this did not happen yeah, that's not an exaggeration. Yeah, that's not an exaggeration. That's not mudslinging. That's not generalization. That's not out of context. And that's not hearsay. Like, you can't, that's just scientific fact, like you said. Uh, I yeah. don't. His acronym, no. HOGMET, needs to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> HOGMET. Dumbest acronym. Like, who's going to remember that? Oh, what's that one? That one talk, oh, it was really, it's on the tip of my tongue, Hogwarts, no, Hogwash, yes, Hogwash, Hogwash. that's what this is, also, we should come up with our own words for each of these letters, H-O, yeah, (laughs) okay, now, letter T, is it true, oh, this should be interesting, okay, 
Okay. All right. Quote, Joseph Smith must be a false prophet because he said he saw God face to face. That's his yep. quote. I don't know if that's like it. God face to face and Jesus Christ and then changed it and said, no, it was just God. And then changed it back and said, <laughs> no, it's God and Jesus Christ. He kept changing it. He kept changing his story. He completely fabricated the Book of Mormon. We know he fabricated the Book of Abraham. It was, you know... <laughs> all totally my favorites (laughs) right yeah and then so then he goes on to he just says this in the next line but joseph did see god as surely as moses did like how the fuck do you know that brad how do you know how do you know that how do you know that moses saw god were you there because guess what they didn't i don't think moses was real i mean who knows (laughs) but they didn't i can i would bet all of my money that they did not. And how are you asserting this when you're also trying to give a talk about what you are trying to claim as some sort of critical thinking or like test for some, if something is true, how do you, you're just asserting that something is true without putting it through this test. Exactly. It's it's complete bullshit. How do you make sense? Why would you just believe that someone came to you and said, I saw God like for the same thing, if it was a person of a different faith, And they came up to Brad and said, my minister said he talked to God face to face and I believe him. It really happened. And Brad would go, no, he didn't. It doesn't pass hogmet. And then they'd go, well, do you you think Joseph Smith did? And he's like, yep, Joseph Smith did. Totally did. Totally did. Like, what? I just know. I just know. It's the truth. But that's the thing is that Mormons always say, like, it's the only true church. Their doctrine is the only true gospel. Only like they seem to think and they I used to be this person that. Everything that was in Mormonism was the, the source of one single source of truth. Yep. And that anything and, outside of it was a lie. And there lies the problem, I guess, because they have all of these systems for questioning and disproving or whatever other religions or other ways of thinking, I guess, in their mind. But they don't apply the same critical mm-hmm. thinking skills to their own beliefs. They're just told this is just how it is. Don't question it. Yep, Exactly. And then he says, Joseph saw Heavenly Father in Jesus Christ. It cannot be disproved. But it can, Brad, because you were fucking there. And also, I don't think it. I need to juicy. I don't think he understands how the burden of proof works either. It's like Mm -hmm. someone can come to me, and it could be a hundred people a day could come to me and say, I saw God and he told me that I was his prophet. And I would be like, cool, I don't believe you though. Like you have to prove it to me. Like You'd have to show me something miraculous or like, let me see God too. It's not like we have to go out disproving every single religion. We're like, well, I don't believe your claims. Same with Joseph Smith. I don't believe his claim. And it's not on us to like go out and disprove something that can't be proven in the first place. That's not how it works. (laughs) I feel like and a lot of religions do this too, not just Mormonism, but he's essentially saying that his proof is faith. And that's not, that is not a credible source of proof. Like it's not no. like just to say I have faith or I know it's true because so-and-so told me, blah, blah, blah. That's not proof. That, no. It's not. It's not credible. It's not. And I think, not. I think what like ticks me off so much about it is not just the blind faith thing in their own beliefs, but then such criticism and I don't know, they're just, he's just trying to be. 
what's the word I'm looking for? He's knocking down all other belief systems. And he's while doing not it with doing... a smirk. That's yes. what that gets me. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, they are obviously all wrong. But yeah. it's so <laughs> condescending. It's so like, <laughs> yeah, okay, let me just prove you wrong on that one because I know the truth. So apparently this to him is proof. Here's a quote from Joseph Smith history, which if you didn't grow up Mormon, it's a part of the, it's in like the scriptures. Um, So I guess to him, quoting this is proof. Also remember how earlier he said everything in books isn't true, (laughs) but (laughs) apparently this, so Here it is. I had beheld a vision. I have thought since that I felt much like Paul. There were but few who believed him. Some said he was dishonest. Others said he was mad and he was ridiculed and reviled. But all this did not destroy the reality of his vision. So it was with me. I had actually seen a vision. I knew it and I knew that God knew it and I could not deny it. That's what Joseph Smith wrote in his own history. And it's like, how the hell are you logically using this as proof? Because we all know that anyone can just write down anything. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> we've, we've seen my journal entries. We all know. <laughs> can write down anything. Wow, the truth is true. <laughs> is that his proof? Oh my God, that's Brad's proof. Is that's because Brad's I proof. wrote my journal. Wow, the church is true. <laughs> his next talk, he's going to be like, Sister Sarah Little wrote in, <laughs> in 2009. <laughs> God, you're being so. There you have. Like There's your 2015. Proof. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then he goes on. This is Brad's words. He said, "To claim to see God and His Son would be misleading, unless one had seen them as Joseph had." What kind of a sentence is that? It doesn't even make sense, Katie. Make it make sense. Because, of course, it would be misleading. And guess what? It is misleading. Because that didn't happen. Oh, it didn't happen, Brad. None of it happened. Let it go. Oh, and I love this comparison. Listen to this. To claim to be God's son would be blasphemous unless one was God's son as Christ was. Okay, again, what are you even trying to say? This is so confusing. It's so. Like, uh, uh, yeah, of course it would be confusing or blasphemous or misleading, but like there's no proof of any of what you're claiming. None. You can't just pull out <laughs> a quote from a book that is Mormon. Like that doesn't prove anything. Ugh. And then this is a gem because I, I agree, but I agree in a very different way. He says, truth is truth and men's varying viewpoints cannot change it. Yeah, Brad. Exactly. We agree with you on that one. <laughs> exactly. We agree with you because truth is truth and you're not living in it. <laughs> All right. So is it hearsay, out of context, a generalization, mudslinging, or an exaggeration? Is it the truth? I like this because I feel like I can put I can put the Mormon church like through this test and it comes out as like, oh yeah, it's false. <laughs> <laughs> It's so true, though, that if he actually used this Hogmet test, which is the dumbest name, okay, if he used this for any, like, Mormon doctrine or topic or anything, he would he would literally just do our jobs for us. It would yeah. disprove yeah. all of this. <laughs> okay. 
Hogmet is not a surefire weapon to wipe out all opposition. Rather, it is an easy to remember set of questions that will help us keep everything we read and hear about our church leaders and doctrines in perspective. It's not easy to remember, Brad, because it doesn't make sense. It's not an acronym. It's not a word. <laughs> doesn't make sense. Um, I, just, I love how he points out like everything. It keeps everything we hear about our church leaders in perspective because that's what's li- seemingly the most important to them mostly, especially like we've experienced doing this. The members seem to get the most upset when we call out the leaders. Like, it's crazy. And that it's a cult, because that's such cult yeah. behavior. Protect the leaders. Yeah. Like, Protect no the leaders person. above all else. Yeah. yeah. All right. My 15-year-old friend was ready to leave. Oh, yeah. Remember, he was, I guess, explaining all of this to this poor, <laughs> bored little 15-year-old, like, held behind in Sunday school. And she's like, I want to go home. Um, <laughs> I got a massive turtle head right now. I just want to fucking go home, take <laughs> poo, and eat. That's I, it. Prairie dog in it. That's it, see? <laughs> okay. So she was ready to leave. She smiled and said, next time that guy ever says he has another book for me to read, I'll have a few questions for him first. Okay. Obviously, again, no 15-year-old saying that. So shut the fuck up, Brad. Like, no 15-year-old's like, oh, boy. Next Ooh. time I have some questions for them, like no one talks like that. No one <laughs> I, that. I said it wrong here. I need to read it again. Next time <laughs> that guy ever says he has another book for me to read, see, I'll have a few <laughs> questions for him first. Me. Boy, betcha, see, see. <laughs> but also, like these aren't any kind of like I don't know if this was real, which it's not. But can you imagine that young girl being like? Hugnet, hugnet. Um, something to do with is it true? Um, is it exaggerating? And the other friend is just like, it's literally just a book about history. It's just <laughs> a book about history. <laughs> and then he, this is the end. He says, "Good luck." I offered, and she replies, "Oh, I won't need luck now. I have hugnet." Again, she didn't say it, Brad. She did not say that. No, no, absolutely not. He's trying to write this like it's some, I don't know, sitcom like Saved by the Bell or something. And she's walking down the hall going, I don't need luck. I have Hogmet. And then it's going to be like a a close up of her holding this like acronym that's actually a product because that's how I see it. It's like product (laughs) placement. Yeah, for sure acronym that he created that doesn't even make sense but he's just like this is genius this is gonna go somewhere it's brilliant ah wasn't that a doozy oh man thank you katie for finding that and sharing that with me and confirming that brad is a big douchebag like he's horrible (laughs) before we end i think we should come up with our own words that we like for hogmet Oh, okay. That go okay. against what he's saying. So the first one, H, was what he said, hearsay? Yeah. What do we like? What word do we like for H? Mm-hmm. I feel like it can be anything. Anything we like. Holidays? Yes. I was going to say hot dogs. I don't know why my <gasps> brother. I kind of like hot dog. I kind of like hot dog. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like wiener. Hot dog. Yes. Hot dog? Okay. What about O? orgasm oh that was gonna be yep hot dogs and orgasm they go hand in hand (laughs) oh god for some reason I'm just I'm worried now but we're we're continuing all right g um 
<laughs> Gee, good, 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 good. girl power. Yes. I was like, <laughs> ghost. No, I don't believe in those. <laughs> okay, M. Masturbation, of course. Oh, perfect, perfect. Yeah. E. <laughs> e. I just wanted to say eating. <laughs> yes, because that can go both ways. Literally eating oh. or sexually eating. So oh, gotcha, gotcha. And then T. I, I kind of like his, his tea for like spilling the tea as in truth. Oh, it, there we go. Spilling that, the tea. Yeah. Truth. Which I feel like we really tried to do on this show. And he just did a lot of weird <laughs> dancing around the issue of what's really true. And then he's just like, but wait, Joseph Smith was a real prophet in the Book of Mormon is true. <laughs> he just He really is a classic example of a bullshitter who like you ask a question and then his response is like 15 minutes long and you're so confused by the end of it that you forgot the question you even asked. And then you're just like, I think he answered it, but he didn't. He actually never does. No, he never does. And it kind of kills me that I think he, I think that he thinks he's very relatable to the youth and he's not. Yeah. We saw that video. He thinks he is. He thinks that, you know, doing those expressions and voices and slamming his fist on the podium really relates to people but it doesn't it doesn't Brad (laughs) well I'm glad that um you all went on this journey with me and I promise I won't cover Brad Wilcox again for a while because there's only so much we can take as we both know (laughs) but there's a lot of gems out there and I don't know it's really great just dissecting Brad Wilcox so I don't know yeah he has maybe a little spoiler for a few months down the road he has a talk called sex is like an apple (laughs) I'm not I'm not even shitting you like that's really what it's called so I'm so excited for this analogy because we already saw what he did with acronyms. So, like, what can he do with analogy? Oh, the things that he can do. I mean, are we just going to turn into a shit on Brad Wilcox podcast? Because he has so much, so much content. But no. Like, how is sex like an apple? I need to know. Well, well, you can look forward to that in the distant future. Because, yeah, we got to give other people some (laughs) airtime. So good. Well, Katie, thanks for sharing that. And uh, it was a delightful surprise and (laughs) so many good laughs. So many good quotes from Mr. Wilcox. I hope that you're grateful down to your socks. I am. And it is lightning bolt wrong. (laughs) Lightning bolt wrong. (laughs) All right, listeners. Thank you so much. We'll be back next week. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye.